0: There's no need to wait, geeks. We are back. This is the Active Geek Podcast. I am Jim, joined as always by Chuck. And Chuck, this is officially our first episode of 2022. Let that settle in, and let's pull the curtain behind the the Wizard of Oz here. And we've recorded the last four weeks. Yes, we did. And we've had sound issues. Yes, we did. We've lost files. Uh, more sound issues, and more lost files. So hopefully, if you're hearing this, this went out onto the air, and this is just not me and you recording a phone call. But we're going to give it a shot, because this one is kind of like an old-school Active Geek traditional episode, my friend. This is what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about our top 10 movies of 2022. We've got two trailers to talk about, and the casting news for a movie that's been shuffled and recasted, At least 18 times. But we're going to give it a shot. And we're going to break down this casting of it. But let's kind of just dive into this first trailer. And it's Halo. Before we go into this. Are you a Halo guy?
1: No. uh, Not even a little bit. So I tried Halo years ago. And that's when I realized that I can't play first uh, person shooters. Because I get like super bad headaches. So like I'm not into like call of duty or you know uh any of that because i just i can't handle the first person shooter i get headaches all the time and like motion sickness so i've never been a halo fan because i could never play them
0: it's kind of the same for me so full disclosure i have i think every halo game that's come out <laughs> really for, at least for the xbox 360 i bought an xbox 360 from gamestop like when I don't know, the Xbox One was coming out because I'm always late to the party. And it was like, here, get 30 games free with it. And I'm like, oh, cool. And it was all the Halo games. And I tried to play it. And I was like, Yep, yeah, this isn't for me. Um, probably for the same reason. I'm an old man who can't deal with first-person shooters. Yeah. I've had people ask me to play Call of Duty with them. And I'm like, dude, you don't want me on there. I am the slowest person on Call of Duty. I would be the one that would be like sniping people. Because I can't run and, like, use the joysticks. Like, I'm a Mario, you know, Donkey Kong type of guy. It's a stretch It's a stretch for me to play FIFA. So, Paramount Plus is coming out with a show called Halo. Um, I believe this was supposed to be on Showtime at one point.
1: Yeah, I believe so.
0: And I'm glad it's not. Because, as we know, everything besides Ray Donovan gets canceled on Showtime. So... We have the Halo series. It's coming out on March 24th, one week before the next series we're going to talk about. And it's a nine-episode order. It's got uh, Leif Schreiber's good little brother in there, Pablo Schreiber. What what did you think of this trailer? It
1: looks amazing. Um, I don't play Halo, and I'm not a Halo person, but I know about the game, and I obviously know the look of Master Chief. They got Master Chief perfect.
0: Yeah, they really did. It doesn't...
1: You know, I was afraid because they've been trying to do Halo for the longest time, and I'm like, it could, be, like, it could be a cheap knockoff and just looks like someone cheap cosplay. And the suits look legit, mm-hmm. and it it looks like a major motion picture movie, and you know, it looks like they put some some good money into it, and they got a recognizable person. Uh, I wouldn't say Liv Schreiber is a superstar, but if you seem like, oh, I know that guy.
0: Well, you know he's Li- L- Liv Schreiber's not in this, but Pablo is. I'm
1: sorry, Pablo Schreiber. It's okay. Um,
0: he's a know the face, you... not the name, guy.
1: Yeah, and you know, uh, a lot of people might know him from Law and Order SVU or um, uh, what was that? Your show on? Uh,
0: he he I was can't in. Think of him. Um, he played the leprechaun. American Gods.
1: Yes, that's what I was thinking
0: of. I think he was in there for, like, two episodes. So I'm not going to – so he was in 16 episodes. Um, but he was in Orange is the New Black. He was in mm-hmm. Defending Jacob, uh, which is a little gem on a- Apple+. Yes, yeah, good He was show. in Den-, Den of Thieves, 13 Hours. So he's been in a lot of stuff, Bubble mm-hmm. Boy, like, way back when. He so, was in dude- Bubble Boy? Yeah. Dude's been acting forever. Um, And he's tall. Com- he's got, like, that commanding body build. Like, he could get – big if he wants to but he's also tall so he fits that master chief kind of persona you know what i'm saying and i i think that that was the one thing that you had to do is get somebody who's commanding and i think he has that commanding you know silhouette if you will i'm again we're both not halo guys but no this is a very recognizable property just from seeing. like if you've gone down the video game aisle at walmart or target you've seen these characters and you've seen the statues and like the aliens that they did look great the blades and the guns that they did look great this looks better to your point of it you saying it looks like a uh, box office movie this looks better than some of the movies i've seen go to theaters (laughs) yeah yeah, you know what i mean like monster hunter this looks 20 times better than monster hunter And I think it's because it went from Showtime to Paramount Plus, so that budget probably inflated a little bit. And if we know anything about Paramount Plus, they know how to do space well with all the Star Trek stuff that they've been working on since, you know, CBS and Paramount merged. So I think they did a really good job. And I think also what really got me is, like, you you know, you and I are kind of a sucker for if you were a voice actor of something, you should get casted in that thing if, you know, if if you fit the look. And they casted Jen Taylor as Cortana, and she played Cortana in the video games. And okay. I think that that was, that was pretty cool. It's like casting Siri in an Apple movie or casting uh, Alexa in the you know the James the Jeff Bezos movie. You know what I mean?
1: I think I thought of something because like when they show Cortana, I like I had no idea, but they kind of made a big deal about that.
0: Yeah, because it's I- the it's Jen Taylor, the actual actress.
1: That's cool. I mean, it, it's, she, she got her Bo-Katan moment.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I don't think that, like, I think that she's traditionally a voice actor. Know, she, yeah, I, she, she's traditionally a voice actor. So she got, like, this is her big break. Like, this is, for the first time, it's like, you remember when Legends of Tomorrow was good? <laughs> and they showed yeah. you what, like, Ava the or the the, the ship Siri looked like? Yeah. And you're like, oh damn, she's a smoke show. It was it's very cool to see Jen Taylor getting her moment in the property that like I'm sure she probably holds sacred to her. Like that's her like she is Cortana. It would be like if Ashley Eckstein got cast as Ahsoka yeah. instead of Rosario Dawson. So that's pretty cool. I'm all I'm all for this. Oh I'm yeah. Very excited for this. I don't know if I watch anything on Paramount Plus besides soccer. So I'm very excited for this. Are you watching this like the day it comes out?
1: Uh uh the twenty fourth? I'll yeah. be home. I'll be I'll be on my disability. So yeah, I'm definitely watching it. I'll be watching it as soon as I wake up.
0: Right. Texting me at seven thirty in the morning. Did you watch this yet? No, dude. Yeah. I've been working all day.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll i I'll be laid up on a couch. Um yeah, no, definitely. And we've actually been watching a lot on Paramount Plus. Um, we be, we just finished uh, Mayor of Kingstown, and we're currently watching
0: 1883.
1: So yeah. we, we've we been getting our uh, what, $3.99 worth lately.
0: Yeah, so. I mean, Paramount Plus, oh, listen, for soccer alone, I'm good with it. That's all that I need to watch on there. But it's got, you know, Clifford is on there. I have not. We, I've been trying to watch it. No one wants to watch it. Uh, Rumble is also on there. So, you know, that's our little Paramount Plus
1: sponsorship
0: that we're not getting paid for. But let's go to another network that we're not getting paid for, and we do a lot of talking about. Um, And that's Disney Plus because uh, a few weeks ago they revealed the trailer for my most anticipated Disney Plus Marvel series that I've been looking forward to forever, uh, Moon Knight, starring Oscar Isaac, um, coming out March 30th. Right after Halo, so that's very cool to have two pretty badass-looking uh, series going back to back. And boy, did this trailer not disappoint. And I've read oh, like yeah. a lot. I've read a lot of like online, and I, you know, people bashing like, oh, so this is White Batman. And I'm like, listen, just because the suit looks like it's White Batman and he's a rich man, doesn't mean that it's White Batman. There's so much oh, more that goes into Moon Knight than there went into Batman. Batman's not possessed by a bat god, and no. this one doesn't even show you that Mark Spector is rich. It shows you that this guy he's playing, I believe his name's Steve, Stephen Grant, works at a gift shop at a museum. And then it then it's like, oh, it's time to get gritty, and he gets gritty and he starts killing everything. So, Mister fan of Moon Knight, but not my level of fandom. What did oh, you think yeah. of this trailer?
1: I thought it looked great. Um, like you said, I'm I'm a fan of Moon Knight, but you dive into Moon Knight. Like you dive into the lore and all the comics. Like I've I appreciate Moon Knight for what it is and I'm happy that we're getting it. But it looks amazing. Um I really like Oscar Isaacs. I have for a long time and the fact that he's getting a superhero movement and this is huge because it's the first time that a new superhero is getting his own show. Yeah. Like, he's not being introduced in the movie. He's not being introduced. Like, you know, the past four series that we have have introduced new characters.
0: Yeah, and I think we thought it was going to be Miss Marvel was going to be the first one. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, I think she was supposed to happen in March, if I'm not mistaken. But I guess it fits in with their timeline of everything getting delayed and everything. But Moon Knight, man, like... To your point, that is huge. That we're finally getting a brand yeah. new hero, like not not like a supporting character, like a lead character, no introduced, it, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. And you know, Ethan Hawk looks amazing as the villain.
0: Looks like a cult leader.
1: Yeah, Gr- kind of reminded me of uh, Cassilius, but without all the funky eye. Uh, you know.
0: Yeah. The distortion you know, intense pink eye.
1: <laughs> yeah. But he looks really cool. I'm really excited that he was cast into this. Uh, you know, it, to see him as a villain that we really don't see him that often as. Yep. So so I, I'm 100% on board for this. Uh, is definitely something I'm going to
0: see. Yeah, uh, you and me both. This is going to be an after show for us. We're going to do it. I We have to. Um, I know you're more of a fan of Moon Knight instead of Mr. Knight. Um, yeah. And that's, you know consistently that's like kind of like a that's the line right it's either i love moon knight or i hate mr knight moon knight the character touches on everything that i love in general it touches on history it touches on mercenaryism it touches on vigilantism i'm making words up as we go it touches on superheroes and it also touches on mental illness and mental health and i really like where they've gone with this character and it, you know, again, they compare it to Batman. Batman has stayed Batman through, throughout his entire life. Yeah, pretty Mark, much. Right? Mark Specter Moon Knight has evolved from Mark Specter Mercenary to Mark Spector, a a man who is uh, you know, the body of Khonshu, an Egyptian god to the embodiment of a psychiatric vigilante with dissociative identity disorder. And I think that that's a beautiful thing, and I like that they're touching on everything in this trailer and in this uh, series to at least what we got so far. So, I'm very excited for this. Uh, I'm working on a name for this, our after show, so I'm not going to reveal it yet. But also, Oscar Isaac and I share a birthday, so I'm definitely wow. on board with this, and I'm super pumped. the The cool thing is about this is the one the costume looks amazing the trailer Got looks down. great it's dark it's gritty it's everything that we we kind of hoped for and i like the costume for the fact that it kind of plays on the egyptian roots it looks like he's kind of mummified and i think that that's really really cool and of course you know nothing comes without its you know sad moment or a controversial moment and this is coming with a sad moment with gaspard yulel who tragically died in a skiing accident and this he was playing midnight man this was going to be a big moment for him this was his superhero moment and it was taken from him so that's also uh, a pretty shitty situation as for uh, ethan Hawke's character he looks great we don't get to see him as a villain a lot so i'm I'm really looking forward to that and there's been rumors kind of circulating the the webs of marvel here no spider-man jokes here but um it's seemingly been confirmed that John Bernthal is returning as the Punisher, which is amazing. Yeah, uh, we, we know that Vinny D'Onofrio returned as Kingpin. Spoiler alert for No Way Home, but Matt Murdock is back. We know that Tim Roth is going to show back up in She-Hulk, right? So we're getting characters from ages ago rejoining the MCU or joining the MCU. I feel like this could be the moment where the Punisher joins the mcu is when mark slash steven slash moonlight shows back up to america and he's confronted by john bernthal who's left new york and has gone to chicago to be a vigilante there
1: you know if any property that they've announced he would fit in this you know i don't see him trying to fight kamala khan
0: oh my god um, that would be fantastic
1: it would but... I mean,
0: she's she's jersey based and his base was in jersey so yeah. it could happen. But. I don't think that's going to happen.
1: You know, that's going to be more family family friendly, I think, to where this Moon Knight. I think it's going to be pushing the MCU boundaries. Yeah, I think uh, this is
0: going to be the darkest stuff that we've seen so far. Yeah. Um, there's two, there, There's two characters I think that could spin out of this. Hawkeye and Blade. I think that this could actually be the introduction of Blade. Physically into the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, not we,
1: just a voice.
0: Yeah. We've heard him. And we know that, you know, the, the Necro Sword's going to show up in Blade at some point, which kind of makes me think that we're going to see Kit Harrington in Blade as well. I think that this yeah, would no. be a, a pretty good idea to kind of start your own, like, I don't know, Brothers of Midnight or whatever you want to call it, Society of, you know, Darkness, and have Moon Knight, Black Knight, and Blade. As a, a team up,
1: that would be awesome.
0: I mean, think That's, about it. Just the, the acting alone between Oscar Isaac and Mir Shah Ali would be fantastic. And throwing Kit Harrington just for the reaction would be fantastic.
1: It, it sounds like a Savage Avenger uh, lineup.
0: Sign me up. Sign me up no. 100%. And, yeah. you know, listen. A lot of people are looking at Moon Knight and they're like, oh, it's just another hero intertwined in this already convoluted, overpopulated space. Go back and do your research on Moon Knight and see that Moon Knight has defeated the Avengers by himself. So we may be thinking that Moon Knight is our hero, but somewhere down the line, he, be- he could become your big bad. Yeah. So just going to say it. I'm going to put it out there into the universe. Don't sleep on my boy, Mark Spector. But that's it, my friend. We're going to dive into our top 10 most anticipated blockbuster movies of 2022. And we've done this 16 times. (laughs) So we're going to have to try and be surprised. But I'm going to hit you with IGN slash Fandango's top 10 and we're going to play along at home and see how many of ours top these top 10s or appear on these top 10s all right so number 10 is mission impossible number seven number nine which,
1: is, is, which has been delayed to 2023
0: yeah so cross that off ign number nine top gun maverick i didn't know anybody cared about that number eight aquaman and the last or, and the lost kingdom Number seven, Avatar 2. Number six, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Number five, Jurassic World Dominion. Number four, Thor Love and Thunder. Number three, The Batman. Number two, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part One. And number one, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Now, thinking about where we're at right now, 2022 may be the biggest year for movies. Yeah. That I could remember.
1: Everything was... Because everything was pushed back, and you know, because of COVID, like we, we were supposed to get these movies some in twenty twenty, some in twenty twenty one. Yeah. So, you know, everything was kind of pushed back, and now it's all coming out. Um. So yeah, this is a huge year.
0: Yeah, I mean, like Lord help my wallet, because this is going to be an expensive year. I wish Movie Pass was back, because <laughs> yeah. I would. I feel like I need it at this point, but. Just think about it in in this as we go over our, our top 10. We were also supposed to get John Wick number 4. Yeah. And The Matrix were was supposed to come out at the same time. And obviously The Matrix came out at the end of 2021 and, you know, capped off a shit year. So it makes sense that you end on a bad movie, but let's kind of go into our top 10.
1: I had to change mine up because I had Mission Impossible 7 on there. So that's no longer happening. So So I can um, cross
0: that off my honorable mention.
1: Yeah. So that was actually my number four. So I had Damn. to think of something else and then, you know, move everything up. Damn. So, that was your
0: number four. Yeah. Damn, and it, it got delayed like it's it's crazy. Like how many movies does Tom Cruise want coming out? He's got the space movie, he's got this movie. So No, the
1: the space movie is Mission Impossible.
0: Well, he's shooting another one on the International Space Station, isn't he? That was for Mission Impossible. Oh, and they thought that was going to come out this year and they haven't even shot it? Oh, Uh,
1: Maybe it's for Mission Impossible 8. 19. That was also delayed.
0: Yeah, that's the one when Tom Cruise dies in real life. Jesus. All right, go ahead. Number 10. I'm sorry.
1: Number 10 is uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse or...
0: Across the Spider-Verse. Across the
1: Spider-Verse. Yep. Uh, The first one was great. So I'm excited. It's kind of weird that they say each different universe he's going to be in is going to be different animation, which is cool and weird at the same time. Um, but I'm pretty excited about this movie.
0: Have we seen anything like that as far as a movie goes? I know we've seen it in TV shows. I don't... Yeah, because if you see something
1: in the TV show, it might be you know from the 70s and this or 50s and black and white and stuff like this, but... No, I don't think so in animation. Um, maybe – you know what? What movie was similar to uh, – Inside Out was similar when they were going to different
0: – Oh, that's like when the they two, went into like the abstract like, avant-garde stuff.
1: Yeah, like the two-dimensional stuff and stuff like that. Yeah, that was but
0: cool.
1: I don't – It it's very, very weird and it could be a hit and could be a fl- – because we didn't really see anything. Like we seen the trailer and they do show – miles in a kind of different universe with different animation. Yeah. But if they're doing like eight different ones, that's a gamble, I think in my mind.
0: Well, I I mean, yeah, I mean, you have to go big after how successful the first one was. So, and you know, in that trailer, you know, one of these lost episodes we did, we broke that down, but the fact that you got Spider-Gwen, who I guess is now going by Ghost-Spider and the full introduction uh, introduction of Miguel O'Hara, another Oscar Isaac movie, um, I think that's pretty big. And you do have to kind of, because he's probably going to go to 2099, he's going to go wherever. So the animation could be like cyberpunk-ish. It could be anime-esque if he goes back with Peony. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff out there that could could really work. And then there's some stuff that, that couldn't work. So yeah, you definitely have to be risky with that one. So that's your number 10. My yep. number 10 is one with ethan Hawke, um and it's not a superhero movie it's a horror movie and it's called the black phone and i'm glad you didn't mention this in your you know we haven't seen ethan hawk as a villain yet because this is the movie where he's a villain and if yeah. you haven't seen the trailer or the poster alone you're, that's enough to get you in and i know you're not a big you know horror guy but that poster is creepy as shit
1: yeah, it's something I want to see, but it's not something like "Oh my god, I can't wait for this."
0: Yeah, that's honestly that's like get me to the theaters type of movie because the trailer, it, it's stuff that like it, I listen to that stuff on the podcast on podcasts, and I you know I go down YouTube rabbit holes on stuff like that. So that true crime weird shit intrigues me. So that's actually my number ten, and it beat out a lot of stuff. Um, one of which I mean is Jurassic Park Dominion didn't even make my top ten. This year.
1: That's crazy.
0: I know, and I love dinosaurs. Alright, what's your number nine?
1: Number nine, I'm sure you're excited about this. The unbearable weight of massive talent.
0: So Nicolas Cage playing Nick Cage. Yes. It's, his it's hardest a role. His hardest role in history. It looks like N- Nicolas Cage into the cage verse.
1: <laughs> yeah. When he when he's looking at what is it like the uh the face-off, like, mannequin or whatever he's yeah. looking at. Like, it looks a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. It yeah. looks like a more
1: grounded, like, being John Malkovich. Like, how yeah. that was trippy and weird. Like, this is more grounded. But, like, you know, he's playing himself. He, it, it's it's a play on himself. It's, you know, like an action copy. It's got Pedro Pasquale in it. Yeah, um, Tiffany Haddish. It, it looks great. Like, it looks really funny. And, you know... What's more self deprecating than making fun of yourself for the shitty movies that you've been in?
0: You know, honestly, I'd like to see kind of when Nicolas Cage has had enough, like when he has his like crazy moment, not like Mel Gibson crazy moment, but like non cancelable crazy moment, where he's like, <laughs> I wanna I wanna make a movie where I go up and fight all the characters that I've played. <laughs> so so like he goes up against him and face off and gone in 60 seconds and national treasure and mandy and Connor Tank, yang and like all these like and the sorcerer's apprentice you know he goes season of the witch like he goes in all this stuff and you're like holy shit nicholas cage is killing a thousand versions of himself i want that movie
1: and then uh bad cop port call comes in and just destroys everything
0: Honestly, like, listen, I don't even need supporting cast. If Nick Cage is just fighting himself in every single scene, I'm here for it.
1: <laughs> I think apt- we should pitch it. I think we should write it. I think we I should think write he it w- pitch it.
0: I think he'd be on board. I feel <laughs> like he would be on board with it and be like, you know what? You might just be right. Didn't he, like, buy, like, eight copies of Superman number one? Like, he's not all there. So it would be great for him to just be like, hey, you guys have never written a movie before. What do you got for me? And we're like, you fight every single character across the, the universe of Nicolas Cage, and we call it Caged. Boom. It's done. That's So that's your number nine, which my number nine is now called Caged. Because I'm super pumped for a movie <laughs> that I just invented. But my number nine is the first superhero movie uh, on my list, and it's Aquaman of the Lost Kingdom. And it's only this low because I haven't seen anything besides That's like,
1: why I haven't put that on my list because it's literally like we saw what? Behind the scenes on the
0: uh, DC fandom. The
1: DC fandom, and it was just him and uh, James Wan just chilling like
0: well we saw like weird concept art for like Crete giant like grasshopper creatures and we saw black banta which his new suit looks super dope we also saw what patrick wilson looks like he looks like if tom hanks went on like p90x during castaway and they like, grew a few inches because like he's super ripped and he's got really bad hairpiece we saw that and i thought that that was cool but other than that like i want to see a trailer um I'm I wouldn't be surprised if this got delayed to 2023 but I really want to see that. That's my number 9. What do you have at 8?
1: Uh 8 is Lightyear. Um had to put a Pixar movie on. Uh it looks great. I really like the concept. I really like, you know, it's it's original but not original at the same time because it's you know, a character that everyone loves but don't know how we got that character. It makes yeah, it's a sense.
0: it's a biopic of a uh, influential char- figure that made a more influential toy.
1: Yeah, which is s- kind of like super weird at the same time. You know what I mean? Like if you think about it, it was like that's oh, strange, but it's really cool. The animation looks amazing, obviously because it look it's Pixar. So I'm I'm pumped about that one.
0: Do you think if this is successful, which I think it will be, unless it goes to. Disney Plus, like seeing Red. But if this is like uber successful, do you think that they kind of keep riding in the hot hand and do like a, a Western movie of the man who inspired Woody?
1: I hope not. I mean, the I'd way I'd like they... to see
0: a Disney Western though.
1: That would be cool. And not Home on the Range because that was awful. No,
0: God, no. Or like Barnyard. I don't want to see any of that shit. But like, I'd like to see like, in the vein of Lightyear, a Western, and it doesn't listen. It doesn't have to be about Woody. It could be about Jesse.
1: When you when you were saying in the vein, for some reason, I was thinking like you were going to say animated True Grit. Um, no,
0: yeah, I mean, come on now, <laughs> or or like the Hateful Eight, something like not, you know, that's that's what I would like to see. But uh, I don't know because like they kind of showed like where the
1: inspiration of Woody was, and it was more like Howdy Doody. I so, still like
0: to see... Maybe a, maybe a TV show for Howdy Doody. Howdy, Woody. I think that would get the wrong type of audience, but, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um, Lightyear didn't make my top ten. That I'm surprised,
1: my, because it also had...
0: Chris it Evans. Has Chris but. Evans. But this year has so much good movies... So many good movies. So I had to put it on my honorable mention. My honorable mention is almost at 10. And like some of the movies are coming out next month or this month, um, which we'll go over in a bit. But my number eight is Jordan Peele's next installment to his universe, and that's Nope. And um, I'm here for it. Um, I'm on the fence with Kiki Palmer. (laughs) Yes. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Because you and I have gone on a 45-minute rant on maybe Kiki Palmer isn't the best actress for this choice, for this movie. But listen, Jordan Peele is really good at recognizing talent. Uh, so I'm going to put my confidence in him. But if you've watched Foodtastic on Disney+, you can see why I'm a little apprehensive of Kiki Palmer getting first billing on that movie. Or but, the
1: uh, the holiday Old Navy commercials.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you don't, yeah, if you don't want to waste eight hours of your day, just watch that one. But uh, I'm not a listen. I'm I'm not a huge fan of Kiki Palmer. No. Congratulations, this is going to probably be the biggest movie of your career, and it's probably going to push her into. If this does well, she's going to get a superhero role. So just get ready for it. Uh, We're going to have her in the X Men. She might be Storm. She could be, you know, in Birds of Prey. Uh, who knows? But she's going to show up somewhere. I guarantee it. If this movie's a hit. So that's my eight. What's your seven?
1: Flash. Something that I didn't expect to put on here, um, only because I'm not a huge Ezra Miller fan, but I really like the trailer. Um, I like the direction that they're going, and a lot. Really? Michael Keaton. Yeah,
0: you I know, mean, come on. That's the only reason we should be excited for this.
1: And, and, it it's you know it's a big factor that Michael Keaton is reprising his role as Batman, so um, I'm super excited for that, and we'll we'll see how the Flash movie is. But you know, any Machete, I think, is a really good director. I've li- I liked a lot of his stuff. You know, besides it, Mama was great.
0: Yeah. Well, so, until the ending, the ending was trash. Yeah. <laughs> when they turned yeah, into the moths. Bit. That was stupid. Spoiler alert for the 2009 Andy Muschietti horror movie mama.
1: But the overall movie was pretty good.
0: Yes, it it was good until the end. And that's like – that's a scary thing when you – and it's the same thing with the It movies. They were good until the end. And I'm kind of curious to see how – could he ruin a – like make a good movie and have a lackluster ending
1: I mean, sure. honestly, I never thought this was going to happen.
0: I don't really care about this movie. It's my honorable mention. I know that's kind of sacrilegious for, for us to say, or at least me to say it. Um, and I'm kind of over the DC universe, although two DC movies are on my top ten, um, or three. But I'm kind of over this kind of reset button. Like, I don't know if this is ever going to happen with, like, resetting the whole DCU. There's 19 different timelines. Uh, Ezra Miller was better in the Zack Snyder version of the Justice League. Yeah, he was. Michael Keaton's great, and if he goes on and does Batman Beyond, I'm here for it. Ben Affleck was a good Batman, didn't get his chance to really shine further. But in terms of, like, the DC movies that are coming out, this is the fourth movie on the t- of the four that are coming out and it's not top 10 worthy in my mind. And a lot of people are probably going to be like, "Jim, like you don't understand the ramifications of this. You know, you're going to have Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, you're going to have, you know, Thomas Wayne's going to show up." Yes, but we're not actually getting Flashpoint. We're not getting the Amazonians fighting the Atlanteans. We're not going to get Wonder Woman killing Mera and then her and Arthur fighting each other. We're not getting that. See, We're getting a retread of a parent getting killed and another hero whose parents were killed helping said hero re-fix time. That's what we're going to get. See,
1: and this is where I think they dropped the ball, and I'm going to do spoiler alert again for No Way Home. They kept things under wrap. Yep. They they should have, in Flash, never said that Michael Keaton was in it.
0: Yeah. They should Ever. have just said Cyborg was going to be in it. That's all. That's <laughs> all they needed. Ray but, Fisher's going to be in it. Boom. But, Ezra Miller's you know,
1: in it. Like, again, spoilers for No Way Home, if you haven't seen it. When they introduced... Now, a lot of people were speculating that Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield was going to be in it. For sure. But they never they really kept it tight lipped. And even though I kind of thought that they were going to be in it to see them show up was very joyful for me. And the fact that, okay, Ben Affleck's going to be in it and Michael Keaton's going to be in it, keep that shit a surprise.
0: Yeah. And we've already seen pictures of what the suit looks like. Yeah. So there's not even that like all moment. You're going to be like, Oh, that's cool. That's and, 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 and the cool. fact,
1: and the fact is, is because they don't, I, in my opinion, don't have confidence enough in the Flash. They want, oh, we got to get butts in the seats. Where Spider-Man No Way Home is like, we're not going to tell you. Because you're going to see it anyway. And now, and then again, so when this comes out and they're doing all this, people are going to go, oh, they just did what Spider-Man did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they should have done this five years ago.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I'm shitting on this movie, but I am excited for it. But I, yeah, I think they.
0: This was they should, number seven on your list.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> I, I, you know I'm sitting there, you know, shitting on it. But I I am excited. I just think they should have kept a lot of that secret. Like
0: I, I it, agree.
1: It, if you have confident enough that they should, this is you know, this is a flagship movie for you because it's one of your Justice League members. You should have confident enough that people will come just to see it in general, not have to throw out oh, we're putting Michael Keaton in we're putting Ben Athlake in it. That's what yeah. happens when, after the movie comes out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you get butts in the seats, then people go, oh, you really need to see this because, you know, something happens that you're not going to believe it happen.
0: Yeah, and like, they, sh- they should have just got it right. They should get it right. There's so much source material on Flashpoint.
1: They should. Uh, I hope. I hope so. You know, I'm looking forward to it, but I... I just think they market it wrong.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna see it. I mean, let's, yeah, of course. Let, let me just, yeah, you know, make that clear. I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna see this in theaters, and we're gonna review it. I'm excited for it a little bit, but like, this isn't like top ten worthy. And I know everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, the black phone's on there." Like, come on now. There's films, and then there's movies. And I think the black phone is gonna be a film, and the Flash is going to be a movie. My number seven is Black Adam. Solely because of all the kind of footage we've seen, the stills we've seen, I'm very excited for it. We're finally getting The Rock in a superhero film. Uh, what we've, you know, he's been playing the black, he's been playing Black Adam in every single disaster movie he's been in, just minus yeah. the powers. So I'm finally excited to see that suiting, uh, that suit and the JSA members and all of that. So I'm, I'm here for Black Adam. What's your number six? My number six
1: is The Black Adam. <laughs> um, nice. I, I, I'm not really going to talk about too much about it because you just said everything I want. Uh, the one thing I'm really excited about it is Dr. Fate. Yep. You know, I, among, you know, I'm really excited about We're getting Hawkman on, uh, on the big screen. But I've, I'm a huge fan of Dr. Fate. And, you know, we've – they've – mentioned dr fate and we had the helmet in the first season of constantine but we never saw him so and i i really liked the casting of pierce Brosnan.
0: yeah that was a good one
1: so not at all what i i think i i think we fan cast him and i said daniel craig
0: yeah you went with the and bond
1: i went yeah well yeah i was close enough yeah um but you were you're right there but uh I really like the casting and the little scissor reel that we got in DC fandom looked really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dr. Fate is something I'm excited for. Cyclone, Adam Smasher, Hawk, man. I- I'm very excited for this and black Adam in general. Like I feel like this, yeah. this may stretch the rocks acting capabilities. Dare I say it? Because he's going to have to do a lot more than like grunt and be like, Oh, let's go smack, lay the smack down jabronis. So we'll see. Um, my number six, is uh thor love and thunder
1: i am so surprised that's that low or that high on your list if you could say it i thought it would have been a lot higher
0: it's middle of the pack because i think there's like bigger movies coming out i think out of all of these thor love and thunder might be my favorite uh at the end of the year just because i'm super excited because i think we're going to get beta ray bill but it could be my least favorite because we don't get beta ray bill but <laughs> gore the god butcher which could set up null in the future because it's in the 80s multiple thors valkyrie getting new crazy powers i'm just i'm here for it i'm absolutely here for it. Korg and meek um guardians I'm, I'm very much here for this um so what's your number five is it Thor: my number, Thunder?
1: my number five is a movie that has not cracked your top hundred oh, in 2020 I know what this is. uh and you know there, there, Some people are going to be surprised. I did not put Aquaman and I did not put Black Panther on her because – mainly because we didn't see any footage. Now, this movie, we didn't see any footage. This but, pile of garbage. <laughs> I'm super excited for um, – we've seen stills, production stills. It's been in the works for 89 years. Is Avatar 2. Oh, um,
0: it's pure dog shit.
1: I love the first one. I remember seeing it in IMAX. And I was blown away by IMAX 3D, and um, I remember just being blown away by, you know, the CGI and just the, the pure fantasy of it. And, you know, they've been pushing this for years. And uh, a couple of years ago, I went to Disney World, and they had the Avatar Pandora Land, and it was amazing. So I really want to see what they do with this. Uh, James Cameron, you know, this is going to be a multi billion dollar movie again. Um, But I want to see how he steps it up. Because, you know, if. When was that movie Avatar One? Was that like 12 years ago? So he, you know, he reinvented a lot of these way you made movies and the CGI and stuff. I want to see what he does. I want to see the next level of Avatar 2. And that's why I'm excited because I want to see what he brings to the table.
0: Yeah, I don't give a shit about this movie at all. (laughs) I know you don't. Like, at all. Like, I I didn't like the first one. Visually, it was cool. I thought it was too long. I I didn't like it. I I, I didn't like it. I don't care about the second one. I'll probably see, see the second one because of FOMO. But it's never going to top any of my lists as my favorite movie or something I'm looking forward to. So my number five is is actually your number ten across the Spider-Verse part one. Mainly because of how good the first one was. I feel like this is one that's only going to get better. And I'm crazy to think this because, one, it's Sony. And we know Sony has let us down in multiple Spider-Man sequels. (laughs) But I'm going to give them the credit. More credit is due. The first one was amazing. And I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt on this one. So my number five is your number ten. I'm halfway more excited than you are. What's your number four?
1: number four is Jurassic World.
0: Okay, so this is where Top Gun or Mission Impossible 7 was. And now... Jurassic Park Dominion shows up. Yes. Is it Um, Parker World? Jurassic World Dominion. Jurassic
1: World Dominion. I said it wrong. Sorry, Um, so did I. So, I'm excited for it. You know, this is supposed to be the final chapter. We'll see. Um, You know, if it makes a billion dollars. I'm like, oh, we can make more. Um, But I really like the concept. I really like the ending of the last movie. Of how these dinosaurs are going to be kind of in the world. Um And I really like that Sam Neill and Laura Dorn is coming back. And, uh, you know, obviously with uh, Jeff Goldblum coming back and he said he's going to have a larger role than just being, what was he, a character witness in the the last movie? Yeah, he was an
0: expert. He said dinosaurs are real, bro.
1: Yeah. And they were like, oh, he's in the movie. And he was in it for like 29 seconds. Yeah. Um, He said he has a more expanded role. So instead of 29 seconds, it's going to be a minute and a half. Yeah.
0: going to get a super bowl commercial <laughs> yeah
1: but i'm I'm super excited for it uh i want to see where they go i want to see where they end it uh um, yeah
0: listen dude like that's on my honorable mentioned and again because there's a lot of good movies coming out and i probably could put this at like 10 or 5 or somewhere but this is probably the movie that is i'm most excited for that didn't make my top 10 And something that I'm probably going to regret not putting on my top 10 solely because my love of dinosaurs.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I love the Jurassic Park franchise. I love Jurassic Park 3. Fight me over it. I love it. (laughs) I love the third one. You introduced pterodactyls. You've got my money. So I can't wait to see where this goes. It's kind of just like them going all across the world. And the stills that I've seen has looked Amazing. I'm here for it. Uh, We put this at like 10B, right above, right below the black phone, because this is this is right there for me. So your four is one that I'm a little regretful I didn't put down on my four, but my four is Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore, and it's solely because of that trailer. That trailer was absolutely sick. I hope that this is you know this is kind of the end of this trilogy. It, It should be the end of this trilogy. Uh, because i don't want them to keep beating a dead horse i know they said they want like seven of these like harry potter but i hope that this is the end and they move somewhere different in the next trilogy or whatever but that trailer looks amazing and i'm absolutely here for it did harry potter make your list no
1: it's an honorable mention um i i really want to see it i don't love these as much as the harry potter movies because Ezra millers in it no, it has really nothing to do with Ezra It just doesn't everything. seem –
0: Don't you lie to our listeners. It has everything to do with Ezra <laughs> Miller.
1: Um, I don't know. It's just not as – it's not as special to me as as Harry Potter. Like I, re- I really love Harry Potter and I really love the Fantastic Beasts, but it, they're just a little step down to me for that.
0: Oh, yeah. It, there's definitely a, a step down for it. Harry Potter could arguably go down in – the annals of film as the greatest cinematic franchise of all time to most people. I know you're going to say star Wars, but to many people, Harry Potter is their star Wars. And there's not a bad movie of those movies that came out. There may be like a step down, like goblet of fire. Wasn't my favorite. Neither was order of the, well, yeah, goblet of fire. Wasn't my favorite, but they got better as they moved on from goblet of fire. So, That, I mean, how can, you can't catch lightning in a bottle twice. We saw it with Star Wars. You know what I mean? The first three, or the original three were great. The prequels, not so great. And the sequels, average. So, it's, I get it. I get it where the Fantastic Beasts aren't on your... You know, God, yeah. this is my favorite movie ever. I'm gonna go buy a Newt Scamander wand. It's like, I get it. No,
1: I mean it's cool. Like when you know, I've been to the, and I know you have been to the Harry Potter world, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, which very disappointing. The Florida version is ten times better than the California version. But you know, I don't think they're ever gonna make a Fantastic Beast world.
0: No, God, no. No. Nah. If they did, it would just be a zoo. <laughs> yeah.
1: That would be kind of cool, though.
0: Here's a horse. It's a unicorn. Like, they should do that. But we'll we'll move on. Hit me with your third. Third is
1: a movie that you're excited for, and it's Thor Love and Thunder. Nice. Uh, I love what Taika Waititi did with um, the last Thor movie. It kind of reinvented Thor into a fun, cool, but not, like, campy like he really because Thor 1 was great and it was more very Shakespearean. I know you love uh dark world. Loved it. And you know and then it took a darker turn. And then Thor just or Thor Ragnarok just reinvented it. In in general and I really want to see what he does with this movie.
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, they made Bro Thor lovable and a badass. Yeah. Yeah. So i'm here for it uh my number three is also a marvel movie it's black panther wakanda forever because i am very very curious to see where they go with it i think there's the mystery is you know getting my bias because i think the future is really bright with this is there a possibility that namor shows up is there a possibility that dr doom shows up uh is shuri the black panther is uh killmonger from an alternate universe going to be the black Uh. panther is uh, Nakia and T'Challa's child going to be introduced, which was supposed to be Storm and T'Challa's style, uh, child, and would they become the Black Panther? There's a lot going going on in my head about this movie, and it's like right up there because I love the first one, and I'm very yeah. excited for this one. I know you just said that it's not on your top ten because of we haven't seen anything, and I completely understand that, but the mystery intrigues me more than anything on this one. So what's your number two? I think number- I, know, I know you're number two because they're they're reverse than mine. Yes.
1: Uh, number two is Doctor Strange Into the Multiverse. Especially now with all the rumors, what's going on in the past couple weeks um, of certain cameos popping up. And, uh, you know, Spider-Man Into our, or No Way Home made me so much more excited for this movie.
0: Yeah, uh, same.
1: Especially... Especially – like I was excited in general and especially that Sam Raimi is coming back to Marvel. Um, and this is kind of in his realm with a little bit of horror, a little bit of you – know, you know, he got – Sam Raimi got his roots in a horror. Yep. And Spider-Man was actually a different turn for him. And even since then, like, OK, he did the Wizard of Oz movie, but he, you know he's, he's done a lot of horror producing and writing. So this kind of comes back to his roots and you know has elements of horror, but I really want to see what he does with it. And the cameos, rumors, are um, pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, um, I mean th- this is my number one, so I'll just follow up with that. And then when you go to the Batman as your number one, um, we can just go over yeah. it. The thing about this, besides the rumors – is I 100% agree with you that No Way Home made me way more excited for this movie. And that's yeah. why it's number one for me because No Way Home was a tough task with introducing the multiverse and managing a lot of those characters. Dr. Fate is going to, or Dr. Strange is going to take that and put it on steroids and amplify yes. it. The rumor came out today that Killmonger is going to be in it for a significant role. Which he's gonna be Killmonger from another universe, which was which is crazy. America Chavez is in it, Mordo's in it, Wong's in it, um, Scarlet Witch. And what even brings this even more for me to and um, reason why it's number one, is that after after credit scene that we saw in Spider-Man No Way Home, which gave you like your essential, your trailer for Doctor Strange uh into the multi madness of the multiverse. It looks phenomenal. And you see like you see evil, possibly what if Dr. Strange? Yes. Like we see the Sorcerer Supreme coming in and we know that Steven isn't the Sorcerer Supreme. It's actually Wong. But we see like the bad Dr. Strange and it's it's crazy. And like seeing the, the pictures of Benedict Cumberbatch that like how ripped he got for this role. He's even bigger than, you know, he was a normal sized lad in all these Avengers movies that he was in. And he's huge now. He's jacked. I don't know if you saw those pictures, but he's ripped. I didn't yeah. think he could I didn't think he physically could get rid of, but he did he looks great that movie looks great let's talk about your number one my number two The Batman yes why is it, why is it your number one because I think it's taking
1: a different turn than we're used to like this is the grittiest Batman we've ever seen um it it it's dark real dark and matt Reeves is like this is you know almost horror movie like yeah. You know, especially with the Riddler, which I am so pumped for. Um and then Colin Farrell looks unrecognizable and you know, as so, Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah. And Joey
0: Kravitz looks great. And
1: I'm excited for this like when it first came out I'm, or announced that, you know, um Pattinson. Robert Pattinson was being the Batman, I'm like no. Like, it was what? Him and Nicholas Holt. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want either of them, but if anything, Holt. And then he was cast. I'm like, oh, you know, it's going to be awful. And then I saw the first trailer in DC Fandom, what, two years ago? And I was like, okay. Like, the tone, the look, the Batmobile um, has a great supporting cast. And I think that was key. I think that was really key is getting a great supporting cast. I mean, you have Andy Serkis as, um, Alfred. You have Jeffrey Wright, who is an amazing actor as Commissioner Gordon. You know, we talked about Colin Farrell. We talked about Joey Kravitz. And then, um, Paul Dano. Paul Dano is a Riddler. Like, very, very creepy. Yeah. Very, you know, it's not the Jim Carrey Riddler and it's, you know, not bright and happy. Like, He's a sadistic killer. And yeah. that alone, I'm like, I'm in. And then, like, Pattinson looks great. The suit yeah, looks does. great.
0: He looks like a convincing Batman.
1: Yeah. And I like that it's not really... It's not a year one. It's like year two. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's he's been Batman, but he's still working out the kinks. And like... Three years ago when they three, four years ago when they announced this, I I said this wouldn't even be on my top ten. And now it's number number one.
0: Yeah, like the the thing about this, like like you said, not year one, but it's year two. He's still angry. And I think that's what I like about it. Like he's still a vengeful, angry Batman. He says, I am vengeance. You know, like he's not this billionaire who's like, Oh, you know, I gotta help save Gotham. Like, no, he's like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of some people. And I love that. I love that it's gritty and it's dark. And there's, there's a reason why it's not my number one. And there's a reason why it could be my number one. The reason why it's not my number one is because Matt Reeves has said that this could be a standalone film. Now, yeah. everybody says that to cover their ass. If this doesn't make a billion dollars, we're not going to make another one, right? If this is groundbreaking and fantastic and this is a standalone film, I don't know if I'm going to be satisfied because there's always the what ifs, right? Yeah. There's no what ifs after the Halle Berry Catwoman. There's no (laughs) there. There's no what ifs after Elektra. You know, there there are so many what ifs after things like Firefly. There were so many what ifs after that. This could be a what if movie, so that's why it's number two on my list. Number one, the reason why it could be number one on my list is that they said that his origin story is not going to be addressed in this movie. I don't have to see the Waynes die. I don't have to waste 15 minutes on another fit like artsy way of Martha Wayne getting shot.
1: And you don't see the need the pearls flying like it's, we do in every exactly. single movie.
0: And I'm here for it. I mean, I'm here for it. This movie looks great. It comes out in less than a less than a month or about a month from when this releases and it it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. And that's that's our that's 20 movies, man. All my, well that's like twelve movies that we've we've talked about <laughs> that we're excited for. And we didn't even mention Uncharted, Morbius, Sonic Two, Um, Top Gun. No one I don't think anybody cares about Top Gun except no. for Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise and maybe Miles Teller. But like we didn't address like movies that are coming out. Morbius is coming out this month. Uncharted's coming out this month. Sonic's you know, these are movies that we're looking forward to, but they're not top ten and that just shows you how stacked twenty twenty two is gonna be. So as we end this episode, go to our social media and let us know. DM me and tell me your top ten. If you're my friend, text me. If you're Chuck's friend, text him. And we'll share your top ten next week. Because next week, we're going to come back and talk about something that we didn't even get to talk about this episode. And that's the, the casting of He-Man. We completely forgot about it. We're going to talk about that. Um, We're going to talk some Book of Boba Fett. We're going to talk some Peacemaker. we got a lot of stuff to talk about next week. Follow us on social media, the Active Geek Podcast. Come back next week. Tell your friends. Leave a review. Follow Chuck, Chuck underscore the Active Geek. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. For the Active Geek Podcast, I am Jim. I am Chuck. And we are out.